Hello and welcome to Mental Money. Mental Money is a podcast that believes that money is less about the physical or what's in your wallet and more about the mental. What's your mindset when it comes to your money? How do you interact with your money? What's your heart behind how you use money? All of those elements, because ultimately at the end of the day, you can make a really, really good income and be broke and unfulfilled in your finances. So what can you expect from Mental Money? Well, the first thing you can expect is we're going to bring on a new guest every single episode that airs. And that means you get a new perspective, a new way of looking at maybe an older concept you never thought of to help us all win in our finances. And that's ultimately the goal with the Mental Money podcast. It's just to help us look at money differently, help us navigate all of our finances better and just learn from each other. So if this interests you, keep listening because the next episode starts now. I'm Jamie Gibson. I am a procrastination coach. Um, I coach people around all kinds of different areas where procrastination hits. But um, today I'll focus on the money and procrastination, which is a big one for a lot of people. It was a big one for me. Um, I personally have had... I've always been the one that you can go to and I'll get things done for you. But for myself, it was always a struggle, especially around money. Um, I was even the treasurer of different organizations, you know, from school, high school, all the way up, but not good for myself. And I ended up having not one, but two bankruptcies, which I know sounds crazy since I had been treasurer for all these things. But through those, through those bankruptcies, by the time I got through the second one, I, I realized I had to really like look at what was going on mm. and look at why I was, you know, not focusing on putting the attention and time into the money, my financial part of my life. And, it, and for me, I figured it all came down to self-worth. I mean, that was a big aha moment of um, I just didn't feel worthy of taking care of me because I was taking care of everybody else first. So everybody's got a different reason for going into their procrastinations. You know, some people it's fear of failure. Some people, you know, with the money, it's maybe lack of know-how in finances, um, wanting to be in control, those types of things. So it's different for everybody. And when I work with people, I kind of help drill down to what your root emotional or psychological issue around procrastination in the topic that we're discussing so that once you know what that is then we can also figure out what type of procrastinator you are which they're like six different types of procrastinators and each one has a different um they all have their strengths but there's a different way for each one to handle procrastination breaking through it and so that just once i can drill down into that with you knowing what your root reason is and knowing what type of procrastinator you are, then we can come up with tools to push through that. So what are those six types of procrastinators? Oh yeah. The six types are um, the active procrastinator. They're re- usually like adrenaline junkies. They put everything off to the last second and then like, bam, and that works great, but they tend to sometimes um, things fall through the cracks or their quality of what they're doing isn't as great as it could be because they waited till the last minute. But they kind of uh, tout themselves as really good at working under pressure 
which that doesn't work for anybody, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The next one is a passive procrastinator. And they are ones who are just kind of not necessarily couch potatoes, but they've kind of got their head in the sand about I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. And, and later, you know, they never do get to it or they rarely get to it. Then you've got your perfectionist. And this one is everything's got to be exact. Everything's got to be perfect because I don't want to fail at what I'm doing. That has some really great qualities to it, but it sometimes stops you from actually making steps forward because it's got to be just right before I take this step. And so that causes procrastination. Then there's the uh, decision paralysis person, and this is me, <laughs> where it's like, there's so many options. There's so many, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? And you're afraid to, you know, am I going to make the right one? And you go down rabbit holes and then nothing gets done. Um, there's the purpose, uh, purposeful uh, procrastinator. These people um, are strategic about how they're procrastinating. And sometimes it works really well, but often it's uh, similar to people who say, when I make this much money, then I will do this. You know, when I make this much money, then I'll have a baby. When I make this much, you know, and it seems that that, that goal keeps being pushed forward and they don't do the thing. So it's like, you know, when I have this much money, then I will quit my job. But then they have that much money and then they don't quit their job for whatever reason. And it keeps mm. getting pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. And then the last one is the rebel procrastinator. And that person is uh, kind of don't tell me what to do. I'll do it my own way. And they sometimes, because they're trying to do it their own way, they get lost in the weeds a lot of times, or they just kind of, uh, uh, they've got a much more laid back version to their lives and then it get then life gets caught up to them and they haven't gotten things done so those are the six types that i work with and each one has a different um like i said there's great things about each one of them but there's the challenges with each one of them and like i said once i once we've discovered which one you are then i can start to help you find the strengths or not the strengths the tools that will work for you because what works for an active procrastinator does not work for a passive procrastinator because they're so different. So it's not a one size fits all type of, of tool to use. All of us have multiple parts. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there's parts of me that's an active procrastinator. There's parts of me that can be a perfectionist, but you've got the overall one that is mostly you. And that's the one that we work with. Hmm. Yeah, because I would say a lot of the time procrastination or procrastinators are all lumped into just one big group. Oh, well, you're just a, I'm just a procrastinator. You're just a procrastinator. Yeah. Um, so so how does how does procrastination um, work in people's finances? This one with money. And like I said, I've got my issues with money from the past too. And money just has a big emotional punch to it. Hmm. And because procrastination is by its definition is just trying to have instant gratification or not feel that uncomfortableness, then, you know, um, it, it's, it's the, the entanglement of the emotions 
brings up the issues with the money, which then brings up the issues with the procrastination. And with money, a lot of times too, we're worried about making, of repeating past mistakes. So we tend to kind of put it off until I figure out what I'm doing kind of thing, right? Um, and, and often we just get in a little bit deeper. Like for me, like I said, I was the one that was always there and doing things and the treasurer and everything. And I knew what to do for them. But when it came to me, I was just kind of like, it was, it was too scary because it just felt like I can do something for you because that is me. I'm a caretaker. I'm a helper mm -hmm. and I'll make it happen. But I just wasn't able to do that for myself because of my belief about myself and the stories I had told myself about myself for many, many, many years that just kind of kept making the procrastination come up more for me. So how do you start to utilize your, um, your money skills to actually be effective um, regardless of which procrastinator you are. Yeah. Well, the first thing you have to do is kind of just acknowledge what's going on. When I went through this, not really understanding that I was procrastinating, I just thought I was bad with money. And that was the story I always told myself, I'm bad mm -hmm. with money. And it felt uncomfortable to start to look at it. So the first thing to do is just kind of acknowledge that feeling and then kind of look at it and get really honest with yourself be gentle with yourself, but honest with yourself too, to um, recognize where this is coming from. And sometimes if you just do some little backwards uh, review of your life, you can almost see where it came from. But once once you've got that, then it's, it's kind of um, uh, figure out what you've learned figured out what, what you've learned from those procrastination moments. Like for, for me, figuring out what I learned from, from the bankruptcies, why I did it and how I did it and, and what my triggers were that caused me to kind of push it off for a little bit longer. Then the big thing I do with people when we're working with their money procrastination is, you know, once we've kind of pulled that together, just come up with like a simple little step like for instance, let's say that your issue is that you're you feel that you're bad with money and you can't save money. And so, you know, you've never you've always been on the edge because you can't save money. So, okay, then let's just make one small goal for you for the next um for the next four weeks, save ten dollars into your account. Don't touch it. Ten dollars every week put over there, which mm -hmm. doesn't sound like a lot when you're trying to build a savings account or, you know, the three month uh, cushion that you should have. But that ten dollars a week is easy to do. And it's easy then for you to acknowledge that, oh, I can do it. And then we build up a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more till you know, you, you've got that confidence that and you're you're rewiring your brain of how you see yourself with I can't save money. People are always feeling overwhelmed with with their money. Um, do you feel like that's because of their procrastination tendencies, or is that a separate issue that your procrastination tendencies just don't help? Yeah, it's kind of a catch twenty <laughs> two. Um, a lot of I think the, a lot of the money issues come from emotional uh, stories we've told ourselves. Money represents something it's you know it it doesn't exist other than how we have defined it in the world right it represents something and it's different for everybody 
So it's figuring that out for you, what it represents, that emotion that it's bringing up. And procrastination, like I said, is you're, you want instant gratification. And if I can't get instant gratification from dealing with my finances because I have a bad um, emotional hangup with finances, I'm going to go do something else. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, I think that it mostly comes from the emotional side first or the, the psychological side first and then the procrastination. But then it just becomes this snowball that you almost get lost where it started. Hmm. So you talked about instant gratification. How do we how do we take a step outside of like or lessening the instant gratification? How do we how do we move forward on that? Yeah. With that, I would say it it's it's important when you're working with breaking procrastination cycles to have little mini rewards along the way, which is what instant gratification is. It's, you know, the reward to sit and watch TV or it's the reward to go out with your friends or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it, you can't just like wake up and say, today I'm going to break procrastination. That's it. And, you know, you'll blow your head off. You know, it might work for a day or two, but then you're going to fall backwards because you've only put a Band-Aid on it you haven't really figured it out. Hmm. So it's important to, um, while you're working through the procrastination, to make sure, regardless of what type of procrastinator you are, to make sure that you've got little rewards that work for you along the way. Because it's a, it's a working with your money is a form of self-care. It just hmm. is because it does so much for us. It's taking care of us. We're taking care of it. So build those little rewards along the way. Um, like I said, the thing with the, you know, $10 savings. So then it's like you save $10. You can start to imagine the the snowball effect that you can make with that. You mm-hmm. know, that can be a reward or you save $10. And even though I really wanted to spend that on a Starbucks today, I'm going to go take a walk with the dog or I'm going to go hang, you know, you find something that feels good that you can give yourself after you do it. And knowing that you've got that sometimes will help to push that instant gratification over to, well, I'll get this if I do this. But you got to start small, especially if you're a big procrastinator, you got to start small and work up. Hmm. Okay, so it's not it's not about um, getting rid of the instant gratification. It's about changing what that looks like and putting it into the proper context of, yeah of understanding okay like this is what i want to do i want to become a better saver how do i enact my instant gratification in a way that helps me or spurs me on to save more rather than just spending it yeah i mean like in one of those kind of situations you can always one thing you could do is say and i'm just using this number but let's say, okay, I'm saving that $10 a week, but I really mm. wanted to go do this with the $10 instead. Okay, great. What if you put $5 towards your saving and $5 towards that, knowing that you'll be able to then have that uh, that thing that you wanted to buy in two weeks, three weeks, whatever. So you've got that kind of carrot there. But at the same time, you're also doing something, you know, you also have another little reward for yourself that you can immediately have after you put the money into the account. It's all about, you know, um, feeling good. How can I feel good without sabotaging myself? 
Yeah, and um, feeling good while reaching for a goal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. both of those things. Yeah. So you talked about the the six types of procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that when you deal with people with financial struggles that they that they are more likely to fall in one procrastination type rather than the others or is it just kind of mixed um it's a little bit mixed i would say if i had to to pick which is more heavy it would probably be a a combination between the decision paralysis and the passive Hmm. types um because both of those are just avoiding the other the other four um types eventually get something done. They do get something done. The per- per- the perfectionist may be paralyzed for a moment, but she's going to get something done mm. because she's a perfectionist. Yes. The active one is going to get it done because they're the adrenaline junkie. You mm. know, the purposeful strategic one is going to get it done and the rebel will get it done. The decision paralysis person will most likely get it done, maybe, but they tend to get frozen just like the passive does that make sense? So, yeah. you know, the passive type, they're they're sitting there and just like not dealing with reality of their money. Which I can 100% see <laughs> that in, in people's finances on how so yeah. many people just don't deal with it. Um, I know I talk with with clients and and I'll ask them like, oh, like when's the last time you checked your your bank statement? And they'll go, mm-hmm. I'm scared too. I don't want to do it. Like I haven't done that in like three months. It's just, mm-hmm. it's paralyzing or you, or my debt or my debt situation. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And see the perfectionist, she'll know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she'll know oh, yeah. those numbers, right? Yeah. Um, but she still may be procrastinating the finances until it's just right. But, you know, it, it's just, uh, uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that, but um uh, <laughs> All of all of them do. I've I've had probably four of the four of the six, I've had in dealing with money procrastinations. Hmm. I have had those, and it tends to be more the decision paralysis and the passive person, just by the nature of who they are. And the other thing too is, you know, you can go online and put in how do I break procrastination or how do I get past this procrastination with my money, right? Um, and you're going to see a lot of things on out there and a lot of them are just like set as a one size fits all kind of right. thing and that just doesn't do it you know it's like uh any kind of time management it's a one size fits all but you got to go and look at these six different types because they they uh, respond to the world six different ways so you know to tell to tell a perfectionist you can tell a perfectionist, I'm giving you 10 minutes to get this done or 10 minutes, you know, you got 10 minutes to work mm-hmm. the pompadour effect, right? You yep. got 10 minutes to do this and they'll get it done in those 10 minutes. But you, you tell the, uh, you tell the uh, passive one to do that and they'll be like, Oh, I'll get to it. Oh, you know, they won't yep. even turn the timer on. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to kind of look at what your who who you are as a procrastinator so that you can then find the right tool to 
because the pompadour effect works great for the per the perfectionist, but you know, we got to do something else with somebody else. Yeah. And I mean, that, that just, that makes sense when it, when it comes down to it, that we're not all the same. We're not all the same humans. And of course we don't procrastinate the same. And I've never really thought about this before, but in, in terms of, yeah, hundred percent procrastination is an individualistic type of thing that is not a one size fits all but mm -hmm. be but we've been I mean we've been showcased that's a one size fits all you know like yeah. we've we've been showcased that oh well you're just procrastinating getting that done or you're all oh, you're such a procrastinator you've waited to last minute to do that mm -hmm. but and then it, when when people want to fix their procrastinations it's often just yeah, it's often like that. It's like, okay, um, I've I've known this one where they've said, okay, you got 10 minutes to do this. And then and then it 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 doesn't fix nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then you with feel the, worse. Yeah. Then you feel worse and your self-esteem goes further down and your procrastination gets higher because now you're telling yourself that you suck. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're allowing yourself to I mean you've been pushed into to being like oh, okay well like then nothing's going to work right um, yeah i'm not going to be able to understand that and until it's trial and error trial and error which procrastinators are not very good with trial and error no <laughs> no they're not <laughs> so it's kind of like uh okay we're stuck <laughs> yeah so you got it it's better to figure out which what tools work for which type to go that way first yeah so how yeah. do you how do you um so after after you've understood what procrastinator they are what type of procrastinator they are once you've understood what their financial struggles are like their their money aspect of it how do you help them reach their next goal then mm -hmm. i work with them I team up with them. So it's mostly, I'm asking you, my client, I'm asking mm -hmm. them, <clears throat> what would, what do they think would work for them? You know, and, and have them be more of the, um, uh, the creator of it with mm -hmm. me coaching along the way and, and asking questions like, okay, well, if, if you're saying that you're going to save a hundred dollars off of every paycheck, what does that feel like? What are the steps to do it? you know, what if one, one paycheck you don't want to, or you can't, what are you going to do then? Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. I, I try to help them create their own, with my guidance, create their own path or strategy of what, how they want to get to that goal. But I'm also then the kind of the, the, the wise sage of sorts over here saying, okay, or, you know, playing devil's mm. advocate. What if this happens? So then what are you going to do? And it's not to discourage them. It's to help them come up with um, the, the strategy of what they'll do when that happens. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. And then if it doesn't work for them, it's okay. If it doesn't work, we just come back and we tweak it some more. It's like, oh, okay, well, that kind of thing didn't really work for you, but you did really well here. So let's build on this type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really important in the coaching that I do for you to have the ownership 
of getting through your procrastination, but I'm guiding you along the way okay. of how to do it. And, oh, don't turn left, stay, stay over here to the right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. And yeah. Cause I don't know to... how everybody's world is, you know, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. You and I can talk and I can tell you things, but I mean, it's your life. So what's going to fit into your life naturally where we can also then deal with your procrastination. So that's why I need you to be very involved in coming up with that strategy. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah. So like, I, I've never thought about this, but I'm probably the active procrastinator. I wait till the very last minute to get everything done. Mm -hmm. um, lots of times I'll do podcasts and then I'll be like, oh, shoot, that's tomorrow. <laughs> get a guest go let's go yeah <laughs> and I would say that that's often with yeah that that translates to my money pretty well too so I'm, yeah. I'm very much last minute get my budget together go go on last minute make sure the bills are paid last minute do all this stuff and mm -hmm. and get it through so no, yeah, I mean, you could even see it in all areas of your life, because yeah. just imagine, it's like you have to have a tough conversation with somebody. Well, the active procrastinator is going to wait till the last minute to do it. The passive procrastinator is going to keep putting it off. And we'll talk yeah. about it in two years. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what, what has been your, let's switch gears a little bit. What has been your biggest financial mistake and what did you learn from it? Yeah, it has to be the bankruptcies. I mean, at the time, they, I could justify them to some degree because I was laid off twice, you know, and mm. that was due to like, you know, in 2012 and 2009 when the, the crashes happened here in the States. Yeah. Um, but like after the first one, it was so, I felt so much, my esteem went down. My belief in myself went down, but I told myself never again was I going to get into this. Well, but I did because I never dealt with that self-worth aspect mm. that was really feeding into that. So the second bankruptcy is what made me sit down and really figure out who I was, why I was doing this and how to start to work through it. I still procrastinate at times with money. I'm not going to lie. You mm -hmm. know, could my money be better? Absolutely. But now, instead of having it be like it used to be, where it's, I didn't know what was in my account, I would wait till the last minute to do things. And sometimes I would be, a lot, often I would be late, they would get paid, but they'd be late, mm. you know, and, it, and then I also had a, a regular paycheck. Now I'm a self-employed person, so it makes it a little bit scarier. Mm. But I have also learned enough that once a month I sit down and I know what all of my bills are for the month and I do automatic payments each week. So I, you know, I've got it set up. So nothing's ever late anymore. It's never late. It's already set up. I need to do it that way because it scares me so much. <laughs> you know, I can't. And so it's just made me stronger in how I'm dealing with my finances. I will definitely agree with you on automatic payments. They just, they take the stress out of finances, especially yeah. like for myself, for sure. I can't speak for everyone, but man, they take the stress right out of it for me. I just set yeah. everything to auto. I know where my money's going. I have a detailed like budget on, on all that stuff, but I know that my money's being given over here. 
the bills are being mm -hmm. paid over here and it's just automated auto automated i don't have to think about it and it just is like such a it, it just yeah. it feel it feels so different it feels so yeah. different even even with those big bills you know like you yeah. you may have those bills that come once a year if i can set them up on some sort of auto withdrawal hmm. that works so much better for me than having it build up build up build up and then i'm like you know it's almost like a form of procrastination watching it build up right but you know if i can anything i can break down that i can do on an auto pay uh on a regular regular intervals then i do a whole lot better hmm. yeah no i can i can 100% see that i can 100% see that on the majority of the procrastination types if they would if they would be able to just do that small step and get everything automatically mm -hmm. running through that that would give some breathing room if nothing else yeah hmm. yeah definitely it makes a big difference you know and then you don't have to think about it <laughs> you know yep. it's just so you're not stressed out about it at all so it yeah. takes so you're not looking for that instant gratification to not feel bad when you think about it yeah for sure and then as long as you know how much you have coming in each month yeah and you're good you've got everything yeah. set up you're good to go and then you don't yeah you then you don't have to worry about procrastinating because procrastination okay you might have to procrastinate actually getting it set up yeah that's the key <laughs> yeah that one sometimes it's like i'm doing it monday sometimes it doesn't happen till thursday once in a while but you know <laughs> at least it's being done yeah yeah, but once you once you get that set up, I can see how that can be a big win in all areas of the procrastination field in your finances, because mm -hmm. then you are no longer procrastinating. It's it's set up for you. It's automatically in motion for you. You don't have to think about, oh, how can I put this off or, oh, how mm -hmm. how many more days until I absolutely have to do this? No, it's set up mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I kind of took that from because, you know, I worked in corporate world for, you know, nearly 30 years. And, you know, when I was working through all of this, I kind mm. of grabbed that from there where it was like, well, you know, when I was getting a regular paycheck, my the health insurance was automatically taken out of my paycheck. I didn't see it. OK, great. The um, if I had a 401k, that was automatically taken out. Right. OK, great. And the taxes were already automatically taken out. So I was just like, OK that didn't stress me out back then that those mm. were being taken out. So that's why I tried to take that concept right. and move it over here to how I put it together. Yeah. I forget who said it, but so someone said it this way. Like if, if you're, if your employers never actually like, like took out the tax and sent it to the government and you had to do that initially, there'd be a lot more angry people at the government <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely because <laughs> the the automation of it you don't it it doesn't hurt so much but then but mm -hmm. then you had to do that it would hurt a lot more and we would the government would get a lot more angry letters for sure yeah I mean so. I had to the first year that I was fully self-employed that's where I did get tripped up that first year was putting the money aside for the taxes because I was so mm -hmm. used to it automatically being taken out. Right. So I kind of got myself in a little trouble, not trouble, but it, a little, it was a little more stressful than it needed to be that first year because yep. I hadn't, that had already been done for me so much. I didn't even think of it. So mm -hmm. 
now it's all incorporated again. Well, that's it's good. It's good. I mean, it's a hard lesson to learn. Bankruptcy is yeah. a hard lesson to learn, and especially twice. But yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's good. It's good that eventually um, you you learn from it and you're moving forward with it. So um, that's mm -hmm. that's really good. And then just yeah. So so what actually got you into the procrastination? Anyways, like what what was the start there for you? Was um, it your sorry? Was no, it like ahead. your was it your like bankruptcies or was there something else that clicked along the way as well? Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I had. Uh... I had become a, a life coach through uh, Rhonda Britton's uh, School of Fearless Living. Mm. And so all of that training that I got was all about, you know, dealing with fear. And, you know, fear is in everything. Well, yep. procrastination is fear. Mm. So it's kind of like I took what I had from the coaching. I took what I learned from my own experience of this fear over here. And I started looking at things because I was trying to figure out as a coach, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? you know, how am I going to set myself apart? And I, mm. then I just start, like we all do, we look at our own lives to figure out how we can help other people. And I was mm. like, oh, okay, this, it, and I had been avoiding it. I had been avoiding that topic for a little while, for probably a year before I finally did it, you know, and I had a, I had a business coach recently who, you know, we were working on that and he, and he's like, well, what kind of coach are you, do you really want to be? And I'm like, oh, you know, and I was throwing these things out. I, he said, what do you really, what are you really interested in? And I said, procrastination, but there's no such thing as a procrastination coach. He's like, so Make one. does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's perfect. You don't have a lot of, you know, but um, he's like, just do it. And so I did. And and I kind of love it. You know, I write a weekly blog. I send out newsletters twice a week. It's it's really fascinating to me, all the places that procrastination is and all the different ways that you can actually get through it if you know what your root reason for procrastinating is, that emotional, oh. psychological piece that's key. That's the key to getting through your procrastination. It's always procrastination. We're always going to do it. I think we're hardwired to it just yeah. because it is fear. Right. Yeah. But how are you going to respond to it? That's, that's the piece. Hmm. No, that's really good. So what's your next big financial goal? Next big financial goal. Well, I'm getting older. <laughs> so I would really like to be in a position to, um, um, send my dad off to Scotland for three weeks. I mean, nice. he's an older man too. Yeah. So I'm, I would like to put together the money to do that. So I've started a little small account that I haven't really been active, active in. It's just been little pieces, hmm. but I'm hoping to do that here in the next year or so, you hmm. know, um, which would just make me feel really good. It, it'll feed two different parts, right? It'll, yeah. it'll take care of me taking care of other people and mm -hmm. it'll also deal with my procrastination and my money. That's really cool. And where can people find you? They can find me. My website is uh, www.jamiegibson.com. That's J A M I G I B S O N. And um, there's all kinds of stuff on there. I've got my little quiz. There's a quiz on there that you can find out. You can take the quiz and find out which of these six types you are. It's based on the characters of the friends show. So you can okay. find out if you're, if you're Joey, if you're Rachel, and get some tools on how to help yourself with that. Awesome. 
Well, this has been a good conversation and I know I took some things away from it. So I'm sure, I'm sure the audience did as well. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Jamie, for coming on and teaching us all about procrastination and how we can overcome it in our finances. If you've enjoyed this episode with Jamie, I really do encourage you to check out her pages. And on her pages, there is an opportunity for you to figure out which procrastinator you actually are. Because we can't overcome procrastination if we don't know which type of procrastinator we are. So go check that out. If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode of Mental Money, I really do encourage you to give us a follow, a rating, and a review. It just helps us reach more people, which ultimately helps more people learn from each other and win in their finances. Now, if you're new to the Mental Money audience, we release a episode the first and third Thursday in the month, and we're going to be doing something special going forward. We will be having some occasional special guests outside of those times just to shake things up a little bit. So as always, Jamie and the rest of my Mental Money audience, keep going, keep winning. I'm cheering for you. <laughs>